Good afternoon, everyone. This is Philly Sports Talk, and today we're going to recap the NFL Conference Championship games. We got a couple of exciting things to talk about, and we finally know who's going to be in the Super Bowl. Uh, how you doing, Coy? Doing good, and I'm ready to rip the Packers. Yeah, Matt LaFleur, Aaron <laughs> Rodgers, everyone. Is we'll just get gonna that in a second. <laughs> but yeah, so we'll start with them. Buccaneers versus Packers. Bucks win 31 to 26. Tom Brady advances to his 10th Super Bowl. Um, it, he's just, I don't think you can make an argument that there's a better football player than Tom Brady, like at least legacy wise. I mean, the guy has done it all and done it all again and then done it all again three more times. It, it's just insane what he's done. And he beats Rodgers, probably one of the biggest competitors to like who you could say is better than him. He just, he's 43 years old still out here beating um Aaron Rodgers who's in his prime yeah Brady undisputed goat even before this game it didn't matter I mean he is the goat by far but I just like to say one thing and this was the key to the game on Brady's two of the three interceptions Brady threw that you know a couple of them were just a little unlucky may not have been his fault two of the three were three and outs for the Packers three and outs we're talking nothing not even a first down so the, the Buccaneers control the time of possession easily in this one. Uh, now, before I read the Packers even more, we'll talk about the Bucs for a second. Uh, I'd like to talk about Leonard Fournette. This guy has come on. Now, let's not forget the Jaguars released him, didn't even trade him for anything. Fournette has been lethal in the playoffs so far. Yeah, he's a really talented running back. You know, like speed, he's got speed, he's got strength, hard to tackle, just like everything. Um, and he can pe- catch, pa- catch passes too. You know, he kind of – he made a couple of – like, he missed a couple of blocks in this one. He dropped a couple of passes. But overall, he moved the chains, and that's what they needed him to do. And that one touchdown run he had was amazing, one of the best runs I've seen all postseason. Yeah, and, uh, you know, this was this was one of the games where Ronald Jones struggled on 10 attempts. He only had 16 yards. So, I mean, without Fournette, who they would not really have anyone to go to. And Fournette, on only 12 carries, had 55 yards, and that touchdown that you were saying. So – a dominant game on only 12 attempts. But let's talk about the receiving core for a minute. Evans was on fire in that first drive. He cooled off ever since, but that was a huge first drive for the Buccaneers. It kind of set the tone for the rest of the game. And Godwin, too, 110 yards and five receptions. So these two guys were lethal in this one. Yeah, and sorry for jumping around a little bit here, but you mentioned that the Packers, on two of those three interceptions that Brady threw, they just went three and out and they failed to capitalize whatsoever. Now, like that just, it says a lot because this game was theirs to win, really. I mean, like you said, Tom Brady throws an interception and the Packers defense was not very good this year. They were like ranked in the early 20s. Packers had the best offense though. And when your defense forces three turnovers and gives you three extra possessions, you have to take advantage of that. I mean, the Bucks defense was really what won them this game, and they've been playing great all playoffs, and it's just like the core of this team. Like, really, the defense is better than the offense, but still, uh, you just got to be able to take advantage. You got to go down and score. Aaron Rodgers, you have to at least get a first down. It's just Rodgers, LaFleur, both of them, I don't think that Rodgers will – I don't think that one of those guys, they're not going to both be there for very long. Um at least at the rate things are going this way, because, you know, first you draft Jordan Love, and last year it was kind of a disastrous ending with that loss to the 49ers. And now this year they lose to the Bucks this way. It's just uh, the fourth down or the third down, and then 
Rodgers threw it into a closed window instead of running it, and then LaFleur just kicks a field goal instead of going for it on fourth and goal. Um, they were on the nine-yard nine line, and they just went three possessions with no success on the nine-yard line, but still, you got to go for it there. The field goal doesn't give you really any advantage. You still need to score a touchdown. Um, and just, just so many things can be said about LaFleur and Rodgers, too, a little bit, because both of them did not help their team very much to win this game. Well, Rodgers played good. I, I'm not going to rip into him too much, but in the moments where he, could have played most, better. he didn't show up for them. Yeah, Rodgers could have played better, but he did have a good game. I mean, you know, you can't just read the box. If you read the box score, you're going to think he had an amazing game. He did less than what the box score says. But Rodgers, let's start with this scenario, the event that you're talking about. On that third and goal where Rodgers chose to throw, now there's a couple of things that were probably going through his head. First of all, I don't think he looked, which is his, which is his fault. I don't think he looked over to the right side. I, I, he doesn't have his awareness going on the right side. He just assumed that someone was there. I think he was just trying to target Adams, and that's why I believe he didn't run. So that's his fault. But now I'm going to rip into LaFleur. Yeah, there's two minutes and six seconds left. You have to score a touchdown no matter what happens. And you decide to give the other team a chance. You know, We'll say you have four timeouts, yes. I mean, the Buccaneers don't botch that kick. You may only have three. They didn't really botch it, but who knows that they got a normal tackle, then they probably would have had the four timeouts with the two-minute warning. So Matt LaFleur decides to kick the field goal and give the ball back to the best quarterback ever. I wouldn't have done it if it was Dwayne Haskins on the other side. He, that's Tom Brady on the other side. You have yeah. three timeouts. That's it. They need to get one first down, and the game is pretty much over. One first down, two first downs, the game literally is over. One first down, and you're probably not guaranteed another possession. And if you are, you have 10 seconds, and you're buried inside your 20. So I, I don't know what was going through his mind. If I'm Aaron Rodgers there, I have more experience than LaFleur, and I'm telling him, no, coach, we got to go for this. Believe in me. But, you know, as he said in the press conference, he had no say and he had no decision in that. Yeah, I mean, and like you said, Rodgers has to run there because it's 39 and the Devontae Adams was not – he was in double coverage. It was a closed window. He was never completing that pass. He had tunnel vision to Devontae Adams. Um, and I feel like the Bucks knew that he was his – Devontae was Aaron's guy, and he's going to look for him no matter what in the in the red zone. And they kind of took advantage of that. They're just completely shutting Devontae Adams off. Like, even on the two-point conversion where Equinemius St. Brown dropped the ball that he should have caught, and that would have changed the tide of the game a little bit too. Um, it's just like I feel like Rodgers just and the team in general were not prepared to divert from just funneling the ball to Devontae Adams and maybe a little bit of Robert Tunyon in the red zone. Yeah. And real quick, I'd like to address this. Rogers would not have scored on that play unless he turned into a trucking monster and trucked a defender. There would have been a corner that would set up and would have tackled him. Now, granted, he would have gotten to, I would say probably the four at the least, I would say he could have gone to the two at the max, but you know, that would have definitely set up a much more manageable fourth down. I just want to adjust that though, but let's talk about the biggest, this is the biggest event in the game. No, no matter what, I mean, screw this part. The biggest part of the game was when the Buccaneers had that touchdown at the end of the half with Brady throwing to Scotty Miller. If this doesn't happen, I think the Packers win the game. No doubt in my mind. Yeah, and literally, like, Brady's 20-year career, that's one of the best throws he's ever made. Ever. Um, just perfect delivery. And, yes, the corner, Kevin King, he screwed up a couple times this game, and he kind of blew the coverage. But when you're one-on-one and in that situation, like, 
I don't know who's calling the plays for the Packers defense, but they should be in like Hail Mary prevent coverage. <laughs> like what were they? Why was anyone in single coverage on a vertical route against Scotty Miller, who's a fast guy? Um, but Tom, great delivery. And really the Buccaneers shouldn't have got the ball there. That holding or missed holding penalty. The Packers should have got a interception. field goal. I mean, yeah, there's like so many things that happened, but the refs were basically letting everything slide this game. Um, and they were pretty consistent with it until the very end, you know, that oh gosh, everyone that, knows. That made me mad. Like, that was – it was clearly a flag. It was a late call, and they probably shouldn't have called it considering some of the things they let go earlier in the game. But if we're being realistic, does that change the game at all? Rodgers gets, I think, one minute, 30 seconds. Uh, don't quote me on that, but that's about how much time was left on the clock. And they probably uh-huh. – Tampa Bay has a good punter. They probably would have pinned him inside the fifteen. Um, yeah, the and odds the are against defense them. Was playing really well. I just don't think that uh, Green Bay wins that game, no matter what. Even if they end up having to punt there. Yeah, the odds are definitely against them. But keyword, it gives them a chance. And we see how defenses in the NFL like are playing a really good game sometimes, and then on the final drive, they're just playing prevent defense, and it just ends up being a disaster. So I mean, who knows what really could have happened? I mean, odds are definitely against them. But that, that call just made me mad. Now, granted, I told you after the game, that call was probably a little more obvious than other ones. But it still should not have been called considering what they were doing all game. Yeah. Like, you look at – that that was a flag. Um, but considering the way that the officials were calling the game, that's maybe something they should have just bit their tongue on and not blown the whistle for. Uh, you know, I just – I don't think that Packers fans can complain too much about it, though, because they had several chances to score and they did not capitalize. Plus, I don't know. There's just so many things. But, yeah, like you said, they would have had a chance. I just don't see it happening, though. Like, Aaron Rodgers did not play very good in that fourth quarter. The third quarter, he played well. Um, The Buccaneers, Tom Brady. Let's talk about Tom Brady a little bit because, like you said, he didn't have a terrible game, but in the second half, 7-14 through three interceptions. Yeah, and real quickly, though, um, you know, everybody's kind of saying now he's already the undisputed GOAT. I've been saying this, but Brady really did not win this game for the Buccaneers. Not at all. The halftime, the play before the half, whoever called that play is an absolute genius. And Brady's an amazing player and made a great throw. But the defense of the Buccaneers deserves credit for this game. And so does Leonard Fournette as well. Just as equal as credit because Brady did have three interceptions. I know he said that. Um, but the defense for the Buccaneers was just violent. And it was just, it came out with so much energy. Um, Jordan Whitehead obviously had that huge hit on Aaron Jones that put him in the locker room and himself in the locker room. Uh, the Packers did not have really anything on the run game. But seriously, the, the Buccaneers defense, I think, won this game for them. And people that say that Brady just won this game for them is just an unintelligent football player. I mean, you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> um, but. You know, Brady, he he played really great in the first half. And, I mean, just me watching it personally, I kind of thought that this game was going to go south considering the way the Bucks were playing and the way the Packers were playing it at the first half. And the way that the half ended, just all of it, I just felt like we were we might have been in for a blowout. But, you know, credit to the Packers. They pulled themselves back into it, had a great third quarter. And Brady and the Bucks didn't have that great of a second half overall. Um, but let's break down Brady's three interceptions real quick because the first one, it was basically an arm punt. Like, um, so what that means is it it had the same, like 
the Packers defense intercepted it inside their own 10 and they didn't really get anywhere. It was basically yeah. the same result as if the Buccaneers would have just punted it. Plus, you could say that Mike Evans was being interfered with on the play, which allowed uh, the safety to easily intercept the ball without Evans anywhere near him. Um, but like I said, they weren't calling that all game. So that's one interception, but it's it's not really that negative of a play for the team because it doesn't hurt them and their defense is still in a good position to get a stop. Now, the second interception, um, Brady overthrew Evans. It hit like his fingertips, but it was kind of a little bit Evans' fault, a little bit Brady's fault. Um, Evans was wide open, and Brady overthrew him. So, But again, they could have scored on that drive, but also the Packers ended up with the ball inside their own 20. So it really didn't hurt them that much. Like It's not like he's out here throwing three pick sixes. And then the third one, Brady just got rocked and – it ended up the ball ended up being underthrown, and Mike Evans had no clue what was happening, and it was an easy interception. I wouldn't really blame Brady. There wasn't much he could have done there, at, except for I guess get the ball off earlier, which he was clearly trying to do. He just wasn't able to. But still, like Brady didn't play that great. Um, but it's not like he had the worst game of his career. Yeah, and I'll tell you one thing: the Packers' offense could capitalize, and I'll give credit to the Bucks' defense, but the Packers' offense could capitalize on two of the interceptions and they win this game, I guarantee you the memo of this game is Brady choked because they're, everybody's going to say to three interceptions, two of them leading the scores, which they didn't because the Packers could not capitalize. I mean, we're talking about a five-point differential on the scoreboard, and if you can't score any touchdowns on the interceptions, that's, just, that's a disgrace. You, that's, if I'm the defense, I'm mad, and that's, that's that. Yeah, like, they're, like I said, their defense is not what got, them, got their team to this point in the season their defense isn't the reason why they're playing in the conference championship game it's their offense and for their defense to go out there and make those plays on the greatest quarterback of all time and give their offense extra possessions extra opportunities to score and give their team an advantage it just you got to walk away knowing that you left something out there and it was your game to win um and the packers really should be kicking themselves matt lafleur made a couple of very questionable decisions we talked about that fourth down decision to kick the field goal and it's just overall, I mean, I'm I'm getting tired of talking about it because it's just the it's same a story over for the Packers. Again. Yeah, this was this really was the Packers game to win. Uh, so final score: Buccaneers 31, Packers 26. So we're just going to decide to split these two games in half, and we'll get right into the Chiefs game next. So thank you for tuning in. Yep.